Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. I'm Jason Kong here with the man himself, Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jason. Listen to you. Uh, Here we are counting down to a new year. Uh, That just, it blows my mind when uh, we get up uh, in age how fast the time goes. You know, uh, time doesn't slow down. It speeds up as you get older. There's no no question in my mind as it it relates to that. But uh, one thing that uh, at least uh, for most of us, that comes with uh, w- with the start of a new year uh, is uh, some uh, contemplation about what we might do better. Um, it, you know, it's like uh, uh, you, you know, we it 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 is a do over. It's a refreshing. It's. Uh, whatever button it is that uh, pushes those things, but it's uh, it's time for our New Year's resolutions, is it not? It is that time. Okay, well, uh, tell us about yours. <laughs> well, I have a few. Um, I had done a, a much better job of actually having a workout routine earlier in the year. Well, I guess it was later in the year, but then I, I sort of got sick around end of October, November, and completely fell out of my routine, so... Oh, Getting well, back actually, you did uh, extraordinarily well if you if you went all the way to October before you fell <laughs> off the wagon. I mean, most people fall off in February, right. <laughs> so you did pretty good on that. Uh, How about you? Know, you? Certainly, uh, exercise is is one of those things that um, should be on all of our agendas uh, and. And the only thing I would say about that is I, at least I have found that small steps work a heck of a lot better than trying to to do it all at once because, uh, frankly, it's not healthy to do it all at once. And, and it's far less likely that you will continue. And if, if you can get to October, <laughs> you're doing darn well. I have to admit that I fell off uh, in middle of the summer, uh, and I have an excuse, but it's not a good one, and that is uh, I got a summer cold, and, you know, uh, during that period, it took me about a month to get over it, Uh, and hence, uh, I really didn't feel well enough to exercise during that period of time, and I just didn't get back into the routine, so yes, that, that will be one of my resolutions as well, to but I'm going to start slow. I'm not going to start where I, I ended up because I was doing pretty good in, in June. <laughs> but uh, so uh, I'm, I'm going to take uh, little baby steps, let's put it that way, and uh, try to work up to where I was and maybe even go beyond that. So do you have any other resolutions? Well, there's always financial goals to, you know, make a little bit more money and also save a little bit more as well. Well, well you know, at your age, I think uh, that's a good one. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that uh, uh, we as Americans tend to overdo it when it, it comes to work. Now, truthfully, most Americans don't save enough money. 
uh, and uh, so, um, frankly, uh, financial goals uh, should start with a savings, what I call a savings bucket. Everybody needs that for emergencies that arise every year. Uh, and how much that bucket should be, uh, is it's a, it depends, because quite frankly, everybody's different. You know, uh, a savings bucket uh, should be a little more if your income is relatively low. Uh, uh, and uh, it, uh, it, obviously, it also depends on your nest egg that goes beyond your savings bucket as well. And for young people, a lot of folks don't have any nest egg. They just, they need to be uh, saving every year. And quite frankly, um, uh, the the government, uh, you know, it's all politics, but at the same time, we get a few blessings out of what goes through Washington. And uh, there will be with this new $1.7 trillion budget uh, bill that went through Congress, there, there will be a, f- um, a, a few things that make it easier um, for people to, to save, uh, particularly uh, in uh, your age group, uh, which is, is pretty cool. Uh, one, I mean, and, and I will tell you, one of them that excites me a little bit is the fact that um, uh, because I have not been a big advocate for 529 plans, you know, educational plans. Uh, and uh, one of the reasons that I was not a huge advocate is because of the fact that it has to be funded with uh, pre—I mean, with after-tax money—and and the only real advantage to it is that uh, it grows income tax-free. So, uh, but the negative is that there are restrictions on how you can use it, or uh, and um, uh, uh, quite. Frankly, I, I think there are easier, better ways to save money because fact is when children are born, when, and that's when you need to start saving, and if you're going to do a 529, that's when you need to start it, uh, is the fact that you don't know at that time what your kid wants to do. I mean, you don't know if they're going to go to college, although in most, you know, in a lot of families, the, your kids are expected to go to college, but... Uh, and then you don't know which college they might go to or if they want to go to a technical school like Wake Tech or whatever. And there are a lot of opportunities uh, for kids that don't involve necessarily uh, going to a regular liberal arts uh, college, you know, lots of different things. But what is the new uh, rule? And this the, the excited thing is that a 529 plan can now be converted to what? What do you think? Oh, boy. How about a Roth? Exactly. So I don't, uh, you know, uh, somebody uh, told you about the secret uh, formula, too. And, and just think what that means. That, that basically means that as parents or grandparents, we can fund or, quote, to some degree, overfund a 529 plan 
and then it can be converted to the best thing in the world in terms of tax planning, and that's a Roth IRA, um, which obviously, if it's a fund that starts when a kid is young and grows income tax-free for their lifetime, man, oh man, is that wonderful. And, and quite frankly, uh, there are some um, uh, some other um, uh, rules that will help a, a lot of different people. Now, uh, you know, right now, and they just changed it a couple years ago, is that seniors uh, uh, right now take their required minimum distribution from their retirement accounts at, here's a test, what age? Oh, you always get me on this, Bill. Uh, is it 68? Oh, come on, no. Jason. You're smarter than that. Huh, I know my audience out there. They know the answer to that. It's 72 uh, today. Okay. Now, uh, the, the the old rule, which, you know, was only changed a couple of years ago, was 70 and a half. Uh, you know, that made it real complicated for people to figure out, am I 70 and a half this year or not? But... Now it's 72, but it's transitioning to 75. So younger, uh, uh, younger folks um, uh, will not have to take their required distributions until they're 75. So if they don't, now obviously they can start drawing it without a penalty at 59 and a half but uh, and and quite frankly with financial planning sometimes it's best to start drawing retirement funds earlier than when it's required to be funded so uh, but anyway I'm really excited about being able to convert um, 529 plans to Ross I think that is going to be something that is uh, very usable uh, by families that I'm excited about. So that that's really good, good, good. Okay. Now, you're just going to have to cut me off when we need to take a break, Jason, because you know how, me, I can go on and on and on. And we've got more resolutions to talk about. Well, why don't we take a break here then, Bill, and we'll get to some more resolutions. Don't forget, if you want to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill, start your year off right. Maybe if one of your goals is getting your documents in order or having some documents that you've maybe had collecting dust in a file cabinet somewhere for several years, maybe even decades. Uh, and if you haven't seen an elder law attorney, make 2023 the year to do it. Start it off right. You can go to WGALaw.com if you want to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill. You can also call the office 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. You can also start the year off right attending one of Bill's free webinars. If you want to learn more about long-term care assistance, Medicaid, VA benefits, or asset protection and trust planning, Bill's first webinar of the year is happening on Wednesday, January 11th. Wednesday, January 11th. Free to attend, free to register. Go to WGALaw.com and click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more resolutions right after this. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about him at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, it's it's about that time. We're still talking about New Year's resolutions. Is uh, The big day is uh, just around the corner here. Well, no question about it. And, of course, uh, those folks listening uh, uh, to our rebroadcast, it's already New Year's Day. So, you know. Uh, Okay, so let's get back into resolutions. You know, we talked about exercise. And one of the things that uh, might surprise you about exercise, and now I'm I'm really talking about seniors, uh, but it's true for everyone. And, you, you know, there are really three types of exercise, and it's important uh, for even seniors to do all three. Uh, do you know what they are? Oh, boy. Let me take a guess here. I'm going to say uh, weightlifting resistance. Yeah, um, that's one. I'm going to say cardio. That's two. Uh, and then what am I missing here, Bill? Well, now let's stretching? see. I, How about stretching? That's okay. right. Okay. I, there, there you go. That's that's all three. And so, uh, yeah, we we need to do stretching exercises, uh, and of course, weightlifting can be light weights, uh, particularly if you haven't ever lifted weights before. But you know, at, at, you know, the the strengthening and well, that's what it's for is important. Uh, and, of course, cardiovascular can be just simply taking a walk every day. doesn't have to be a run. <laughs> In fact, a lot of folks think walking uh, is better for you than running anyway. So, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm part of that advocacy myself because I've never particularly been one to uh, enjoy running. But there are folks out there who love it. So uh, now, of course, that goes hand in hand with that is something that we almost always are part of, and that's to lose a few pounds. Uh, You know, in fact, for most of us, not everybody, but for most of us, uh, that's something we need to do as well uh, to get us down to where we want to be. I mean, as as I admitted, uh, I lost. I mean, I I gained ten pounds during the Thanksgiving holidays, and then I lost a few. But unfortunately, over Christmas, I've already gained them back. So I'm right at ten pounds again. And so, guess what? Got to get rid of those ten pounds now. Uh, just like with exercise, baby steps is better. Uh, you know, so I don't plan to lose the 10 pounds in, in a day or two. It's probably going to take me three or four weeks to get 10 pounds off, and that's okay. You know, it's a matter of uh, just doing what we all know to do uh, when it comes to losing a few pounds. Now, I hate to put it this way because we're so tired of it, but we need to resolve, uh, and this is this is all of us. We need to resolve to um, protect ourselves and protect our neighbors, protect our family from what we know is going around like crazy right now, and that's all of the different bugs, you know, COVID being uh, a biggie, uh, flu. I mean, we're in flu season. And unfortunately, it's been worse this year than ever before because we've all let our guard down. And so 
flu, COVID, this RSV, but there's also a lot of just common cold bugs. You know, I, I talked about having one this summer, and I had another one this fall. Fortunately, it was just a bug. It wasn't COVID. It wasn't any of the other stuff. And, of course, pneumonia is a killer as well. So it's, uh, you know, uh, in, in fact, uh, uh, Thomas, uh, my attorney's son who works with me, uh, found out yesterday he's positive for COVID. Of course, he and his wife went to, you know, Virginia to visit her family and, um, you know, <laughs> So now, guess what? This past week, I've had to take his appointments. I was planning to have the whole week off, but you know, as uh, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, of course, the thing about it is, is that even for Thomas, who is young, he's in his thirties, and his wife is in her twenties, she's pregnant. And so we're excited about our grandchild to be born in March. Hopefully, March might be April if the child is stubborn. But the fact is, is COVID's pretty scary uh, if his if his wife uh, should end up contracting it. Um, and so you know, the fact is, is that th this stuff uh, when we get into crowds, we better have a mask um and uh you know we got to resolve to doing all the hygiene th hygiene things that we know wash our hands uh, 10 times a day <laughs> you know those uh those kinds of things uh and if if we have any kind of symptoms at all we need to stay home uh we don't need to be trying to get out and pushing ourselves when when we could uh, be contagious to other people. So it's just a matter of common courtesy that we need to get back to wearing masks when we're out uh, shopping or uh, uh, and the like. And of course, right now I have to be extra careful, uh, even though I have no symptoms whatsoever at this point, thank the Lord. Um, fact is, is uh, you know, Thomas tested positive, so I, you know, I'll be testing myself a few times this week just to make darn sure, um, so that I can take care of other folks who who um, want to see me. Um, and of course, I would be remiss if I did not say to folks uh, one thing that people tend to put off that they shouldn't put off is their estate planning. Uh, you know, there are an awful lot of folks who did their planning 10 and 20 years ago that have just figured they have okay documents and they have what they need. And for seniors, particularly seniors, oftentimes their documents are not good enough. They're not what they need. Uh, but, and, and I say that because there are very few folks who see an elder law attorney prior to being a senior. <laughs> and then most seniors don't see an elder law attorney as well. And as a result, uh, they might have, they, they have options that they don't know about. And they, um, but estate planning is something that is crucial to, to folks to have the right documents so that uh, when the time comes, and which is when we never know when it's gonna come, that they'll have the documents that they need. That's what planning 
is all about so that you can steer the ship, if you will, the way it needs to be steered when when storms arise, because we never know when those storms are coming. Um, and of course, uh, a, a tale with that is, uh, and people are more likely to do financial planning more often, which is a good thing, because you do need to do to, you know, re-steer a financial plan more often than you need to re-steer an estate plan. But guess what? That needs to be done as well. And so if you haven't looked at your options with your financial planning, uh, that's something that that needs to be done. Um, but as an estate planner, I would say, do that <laughs> and come to see me. Come see Bill. You can schedule an appointment to see him at WGALaw.com. You can also find information about Bill's free webinars as well, or you can call the office, 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. You don't want to find yourself in a situation where you're wishing that your documents could do exactly what you need them to do in the middle of a crisis. So make sure if you haven't had your documents reviewed by an elder law attorney, that you schedule some time to speak with Bill. Or you can also register for Bill's free webinars if you want to learn more about long-term care financial assistance, whether it's through Medicaid or through VA benefits, or if you want to learn more about asset protection and trust planning in general, Bill has webinars dedicated to those topics as well. Wednesday, January 11th is the first set of webinars happening for 2023. These happen on the second Wednesday of every month. So start the year out right. Register for one of Bill's free webinars so that you can get yourself on the path to having more knowledge about some subjects that can be quite confusing in to say the least. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about Bill at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com, that's where you can go to register for Bill's free webinars. Just click on the Seminars button at the top of the page, WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. We hope that you all are uh, ready to ring in the new year or if you're listening to the rebroadcast that you are uh, ringing in the new year and, and starting the year off right. Uh, Bill, it's the start of the year, so there's always some new policies or, or new surprises that we need to be aware of. Absolutely. You know, I was talking about um, uh, some of the changes, and I just mentioned really a couple of them. Uh, that uh, some uh, the, of the legislation has done, and there's another goodie in there. You know, it's a dessert <laughs> for most folks, uh, and that is that uh, the they uh, the politicians, uh, of course, all, all politicians are self-serving, but at the but sometimes we get something out of it, and and part of it is this. This past year has been a year of uh, difficulty for a lot of folks because prices went up 
on a lot of things. Uh, fortunately, prices have come down on a lot of stuff, but we've still had a lot of, quote, inflation, which basically means our dollar doesn't go as far. And uh, as a result of that, seniors, and seniors should know this already by now, and if not, they're going to get a nice surprise with their January check, and that is Social Security checks uh, are going up 8.7%. That's a whopper. Uh, That's the biggest increase we've ever seen in Social Security checks. Well, fact is, Congress figured, whoa, what that means is that people might get pushed into a higher tax bracket and not be pleased that they really don't get to keep that extra money because of higher taxes. Well, in order to avoid that criticism, guess what Congress did? They raised the tax brackets uh, uh, for everyone. And so that really, uh, for most people uh, who've had a a normal increase in their wages or salary, uh, seniors who will see an increase in their Social Security, um, uh, all of us under those circumstances should see no increase in our income tax rate. Uh, Now, that doesn't mean our income tax might not go up a little bit, but our rate should be exactly the same as it was last year. Now, if you're making a whole lot more money this year, then you'll be in a higher bracket, but it'll be lower than it would have been had they not raised um, the tax brackets for everyone. So that's that's a huge blessing that it's a very, very nice surprise for folks uh, that the uh, brackets um, are actually going up. Now, uh, one of the things that a lot of folks don't realize uh, is the fact that um, unless Congress changes it again, the tax brackets, um, uh, or I shouldn't say the tax rates, on the brackets go back up in 2026. And that's based on an old law that was sunsetted when they reduced the tax rates. Um, so we'll have to, well, that's a wait and see. We'll have to see what Congress does or doesn't do as it relates uh, to that challenge uh, that is still in the law to the best of, of my knowledge. Um, but that's pretty cool. And so that takes us to, okay, what are we trying to achieve? What, what are our goals? Well, obviously, at least in, in my practice, uh, one of the goals, not the most important goal, but one of the goals is always to pay the least amount of tax that is legally <laughs> possible um, you know, so that's a no-brainer, and that's why I- any good estate planner uh, needs to be a tax planner as well, because that's part of asset protection, and that's just part of good planning. But for most folks, the most important goal is t- how do I take care of myself? 
how do I take care of me and my spouse if I'm married? Uh, that That's number one, and it should be number one. Uh, and then... Um, then it becomes a, a situation of, and it, and it can vary a whole lot, but for a lot of folks, it's not running out of money, uh, not becoming a burden on our children. Uh, it's, uh, uh, for some, uh, it might be uh, we really need, we want to um, start getting out again. And of course, uh, during this flu season, that may not be the best idea, but uh, at the same time, everybody's tired of COVID uh, and ready to get out again. And, and certainly, if people feel safe to get out and uh, achieve their bucket list, I'm all in favor of that because we only have so many years on this earth, and, and being able to get out and do things uh, while we can uh, is an objective that all of us uh, should uh, seek. Uh, but for us, we get older. Part part of it is how do we? How are the best ways that we can stay independent, stay in control as long as possible, uh, and hopefully have something for our children and grandchildren. Um, and, and for most people, it's also I want to keep it simple. Uh, you know, um, and uh, here's the thing. Uh, the part of the question is, do you want to keep it simple for yourself? Do you want to keep it simple for your kids? Uh, is there a way to do both? Uh, and this might surprise folks uh, because uh, trust-based planning sounds complicated, you know, but the fact is, it's not, and and trust planning can be very simple, uh, oh, and it can, in almost every case, make life more simple for your children. I mean, yes, we want to be able to control our money during our lifetime, uh, and then, for most of us, what we want to do is leave our a legacy to our children and grandchildren the way we want it to be left and timed the way we want it to be timed. Uh, and oftentimes we want to protect our children from themselves or, or others. Uh, so we like uh, asset protection planning as well as, as part of what we're trying to accomplish. Um, all of which uh, can be uh, really important. So I know we need to take a break, but what I want to talk about when we come back is how we can keep it simple. Keeping it simple is always nice, and that's something that we can always strive to do, whether it's through our planning or just through a general life strategies uh, overall, I think is a wonderful concept. WGALaw.com is where you can go to find more information about Bill, schedule an appointment to speak with him, get your documents reviewed, or if you don't have any documents, get them started. Speak with Bill, or you can find information about Bill's free webinars at WGALaw.com. Just click on the seminars button, and from there you can register for Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday, January 11th. Learn more 
about long-term care assistance, whether it's through Medicaid or VA benefits, and learn more about asset protection and trust planning, go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button at the top of the page, or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more about Bill, whether it's about his free webinars or scheduling an appointment to see him. WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, just before the last break, we were mentioning the concept of keeping things simple. Well, first of all, and a lot of folks don't realize this, but a revocable trust-based plan is very, very simple during your lifetime. You know, the fact is, is that a revocable trust um, is uh, allows you to um, put your property into a, a trust-based plan where there's no probate, no court uh, audited uh, uh, requirement at your death, which makes things simpler for your spouse and simpler for your children and grandchildren. Uh, But during your lifetime or the joint lifetime of you and your spouse, there's, um, it's absolutely totally simple there are no restrictions on how you invest your money or how you spend your money or whether you can put property into your trust or take it out of your trust or whether you can change your trust any way you want or revoke your trust if you wish that's why they call it revocable Um, so and in fact it's so loosey-goosey that the internal revenue service and the department of revenue ignore a revocable trust during your lifetime What's easier than that? In other words, your taxes are paid exactly the same way they've always been paid. And once you have your money or property or real estate uh, put in your trust, transferred uh, to you as trustee uh, over the trust, it feels no different. There's just no restrictions, um, limitations at all. So what's, what's more difficult? I mean, what's simpler than that? That's pretty darn good, and it makes things easier uh, upon your death. Um, Now, with that said, um, uh, people have probably heard me talk about the fact that people are pushed to have uh, beneficiary designations. At the bank, it's a POD, pay on death. At your investment house, it's a TOD, transfer on death. Uh, they're both beneficiary designations, and typically, uh, when people fill them out, they put them directly to their children. Uh, sometimes, some t- to their grandchildren as well. Now, is that simple? Yes, and for and and for some folks, 
who have very simple estates and very simple planning goals, um, they work. However, a trust works better. One thing about uh, PODs and TODs, they don't have any contingency planning. And for an awful lot of families, those contingencies are really important, particularly if you have, for instance, uh, a, a situation where a child or a grandchild dies uh, or is disabled or special needs or you have um, uh, you're married to a second or third spouse, children by previous marriage. In all of those cases, um, the the contingency planning that uh, in a will and especially in a trust, can be wonderful because it really allows you to do the kind of planning that you want to do. And, of course, I've talked about horror cases where PODs have unraveled a really good tax plan or a really good Medicaid plan because the fact is is that how often does a banker or a financial advisor basically say, well, you need to fill out this form, but is it consistent with your estate planning? They don't ask that question. And quite frankly, uh, most people don't realize that when they fill out that form, they're screwing up their estate plan more often than not. But Jason, did, did you know that there's actually a way that you can use a POD or TOD or beneficiary designation from your retirement account or your life insurance or annuity um, in a positive way with trust. But people rarely use it. So more often than not, a POD and TOD screws up a good plan. But And that's why I, I warn people about it. But there's a simple way to use it. Now, here's the question. Do you know how to use it? I, I should, considering how often <laughs> I do this program with you, Bill, but I don't. Well, here's the thing. What you can do is use your beneficiary designation and make the um, in, instead of using your children or grandchildren as your beneficiary, if you have a trust, use the successor trustee of your trust as the beneficiary. Uh, that's the way to do it. Now, if it's a retirement account, you need to make sure it's uh, it's designated so that each beneficiary, each child or grandchild, has a separate share. But, you know, fact is, it's really important that, um, and you can use it that way. And if you use a beneficiary designation to go to your trustee, that works beautifully to keep it simple. It satisfies the bank. It satisfies your financial forms. Uh, and it satisfies what you need for your trust to make your trust work and not screw it up for your family. What's better than that? You know, that really works nicely for those folks where a trust-based plan 
is best for them. Uh, now, there's uh, another thing that allows it to work as well, and that is that means that the that those accounts are still in your personal name uh, at your death, not in the name of your uh, trustee, which is normally yourself. Uh, so your general durable power of attorney uh, can um, pay your bills and, and do other things with property that's in your name. Because guess what? If it's in your trust, your agent under your power of attorney has no authority over a trust account. You have to be a trustee to have authority over a trust. That's another thing that most folks don't realize when they do good, uh, well-thought-out estate planning. Well, that's why you need the guidance of someone who has the experience to show you the right way and make sure that you're getting advice that is of high quality and at the right time as well. Schedule an appointment to speak with Bill. Go to WGALaw.com or call the office, 919-256-7000, at WGALaw.com. You can also register for Bill's free webinars. If you want to learn more about financial assistance that may be available to you, if you are in the middle of a long-term care crisis, this is a wonderful opportunity for you to learn more at no cost for uh, navigating some waters that are, are very difficult to do so because of all the misinformation and half-truths out there that exist when it comes to Medicaid and uh, also the difficulty it can be to make sure that you're able to access the proper veterans benefits if you are a veteran to make sure that uh, you're not getting bogged down by the application process schedule some time to attend bill's free webinars the next set is happening on wednesday january 11th you can do this from the comfort of your own home as it is done remotely go to wgalaw.com and click on the seminars button at the top of the page or call the office 919-256-7000 919-256-7000 we're taking a quick break but we'll be back with more this is asset protection today with attorney bill alexander and we'll be right back This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about Bill at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. Bill, it's uh, 2023 is here. Any parting shots for us sure. before we head out today? Got a little quick question. What's worse than not having a will? No estate planning documents. What's worse than that? Having a bad one? <laughs> I <laughs> no. don't know. Actually, it's having a trust-based plan that is not funded. I just talked about, uh, because every trust will have a will with it that's called a pour-over will that basically says, if I haven't funded my will, put it in my trust at my death. But a, a will for a trust should be a cleanup document, not a base document. So guess what happens 
when you have a trust that's not funded at all. Now, I just talked about beneficiary designations in order to fund a trust. That works. But what if you don't have that? That means everything has to go through that darn probate process through the court system, and then you have trust administration following that. So instead of making things simple, you've actually made it more complex, more expensive on your family, and that's a big negative. That's a huge negative. Anything that you can do to avoid that process is certainly a step in the right direction. Get a hold of Bill if you want to make sure that your documents are in order or that your trust is uh, working to the way that you want it to. Schedule some time to speak with him. WGALaw.com is where you can go to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill. You can also register for Bill's free webinars. Learn more about asset protection and trust planning at no cost to you. You can do it digitally. You can also learn more about long-term care assistance, Medicaid, and VA benefits. WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button to learn more or call 919 256 7,000, 919-256-7,000. That will do it for us today. Happy New Year to you. You have been listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.